Hi, this is Azim Sahir, a human capital specialist. I wanted to personally welcome you and thank you for joining us today. We are really glad you are here because this podcast designed to inspire people to live a meaningful life and pursue their passion. Welcome to EI Cafe with Azim Season 3. I give late look back at the lives and business of today's most important element with emotional intelligence. You will learn how emotional intelligence can be a key factor for your success in both personal and professional life. You will hear key life lessons and tips from most prominent personalities, business leaders, entrepreneurs, EI practitioners and executive coaches from all over the world. Just to let you know, you can watch the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. So sit back, relax with a cup of coffee and let's get into the show. This is EI Cafe with Azim. 30 minutes of valuable learning. Keep listening, keep learning and keep improving. A strong network is like money in the bank. Your network can help you build visibility, connect you with influencers and open up doors for new opportunities Building and nurturing a network is one of the most powerful thing you can do to support your career advancement. A very warm welcome to season three of EI Cafe with Azim. I am your host, Azim Sahir, a human capital specialist, a Lego Series Play facilitator, ICF certified coach, and emotional intelligence practitioner. Here we are again, another interesting topic with another interesting episode, a 30 minutes of valuable learning. In today's topic, it's all about building your network to increase your net worth. Now, in terms of a business environment, you've been an entrepreneur or startup, your network will bring the net worth. To discuss about this, I think I cannot find a perfect person than him. Let me introduce him officially. He's the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, the world's largest business networking organization Founded in 1985, the organization now has over 10,000 chapters throughout every populated continent of the world. He's a New York Times bestselling author who has written 26 books, 26 books, including one of his latest books, Who's in Your Room? Called the father of modern networking by both Forbes and CNN among his Many awards, he has been named Humanitarian of the Year by the Red Cross and has been recipient of the John C. Maxwell Leadership Award. Ladies and gentlemen, let me officially welcome Dr. Ivan Meissner, founder of BNI and Chief Visionary Officer as well. Dr. Ivan Meissner, welcome to the cafe. Thank you so much. Uh, Ivan, thank you very much for spending your valuable time, 20 minutes or 30 minutes of time with me uh, in the cafe to discuss some important topic. Um, you heard the introduction, uh, building a network will bring you net worth. So uh, one of the key area is um, people, lot of organizations, startup, business entrepreneurs starting their own business, but uh, they forget to, uh, you know, build those network around them to have that sustainability coming up. 
Uh, before we go into the topic, let let me let 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 uh, me introduce. Let me ask this question: What led you to build the world's largest networking organization? What 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 triggered you to bring this up? Well, you know, we don't teach networking in colleges and universities anywhere in the world. Uh, I really didn't know how to network. I started BNI when I was 28 years old. I was looking for referrals from my consulting practice. I was a management consultant. And I went to groups that were really mercenary and everyone was trying to sell to me. I didn't like those. I went to groups that were very social. Nobody was doing business. I didn't like those. I wanted to form a group that, that was focused on business but was relational. And the glue that would hold it together is this philosophy of giver's game. So I started BNI as a way of getting referrals for my consulting business and for helping my friends. And I was a little surprised at how many people were really desperate for referrals. And they couldn't join BNI, the chapter that I first started, because we only take one person per profession in a group. So they asked me to open another group and another group and another group. And at the end of a year, I ended up having 20 chapters without really trying. And it was at that point that I realized that I had struck a chord in the business community. And um, when I really created the plan to scale BNI and, and make it a much larger organization. Fantastic. I think a, a small journey has come a long way. I can, I went, yeah. uh, right. Um, in that context, coming to the topic, the biggest uh, the question uh, anybody will have is, does network really matters for your net worth? If so, why? Yeah, because you know the people that you surround yourself with uh, can make or break your business. You, you don't uh, achieve success in life or in business by yourself. Mm. And emotional intelligence, uh, your EQ, emotional quotient are uh, absolutely important. Uh, it, it, you know, one of the books I just came out with is called The Master Connector. And it really is about the kinds of connections that you have in the world, because the kinds of connections that you have can open doors for you. Mm. And it's not just the people that you know, mm. it's the people that they know. And so when you know someone who knows other people you don't know, that's when your network becomes um, very powerful. Uh, mm. Your network is a force multiplier for your emotional intelligence, for your social capital. It's a force multiplier mm. because if you've got great contacts, those contacts have also have great contacts. And that's where your network really makes a big difference in, in your net worth. But not just your net worth in terms of financial net worth, but also your net worth in terms of happiness, health, you know, when you have contacts that can lead you to connections that give you a, bread, a better life experience, that, that's a different kind of net worth, mm. but a powerful one. If you have contacts that can uh, help you with health issues, that's, again, a different kind of net worth, but an important one. Mm. And so it helps you in many ways in building your uh, social capital. Fantastic, Ivan. Ivan, I, I like the, the statement you put out there, right? Um, we always talk about it's not who you know, it is how well you know them, right? Yeah. This statement is very powerful, very powerful. What is the core area to build this statement? Is it authenticity? Is it, it is the credibility of the person. What would be the reason? 
Yeah, so the, the, you're, you're referring to the old expression, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I, I really don't believe it's either of those. It's how well you know each other. Because the key is, uh, you know, not just do you have somebody in your contact in your database. The, the real key is, you know, could you call that person? Mm. And would they take your call? You may know them, but would they take your call? If you ask them for a favor, would they do the favor? So that's what I mean by it's not what you know or who you know. It's how well you know them. It's how deep the relationship is with those other people. And so the foundation of everything I teach is called the VCP process. Stand for visibility, credibility, profitability. You first have to be visible. People have to know who you are. Then you have to get to credibility. That's where they know who you are. They know uh, what you do. They know you're good at it. And that's the piece that takes the longest is getting to credibility. And once you're at credibility, then and only then can you get to profitability where people know who you are, they know what you do, they know you're good at it, and they're willing to refer you to other people. And this is where I think networking really goes wrong, mm -hmm. is that people use networking as a face-to-face -face cold calling opportunity, mm -hmm. as opposed to a relationship building opportunity, mm -hmm. that social capital, that emotional intelligence and so networking really is about building relationships with other business professionals. Yeah. So uh, I want to ask this question, as you said, VCP process, you put it out very nicely. Uh, right. At the beginning, if you can, if it's a, if there was an example, you can share with us as well. At the beginning, his visibility very high in the, in the network and he has built certain credibility on the bed and he have earned a lot of profitability of, out of that. But when time passes out, uh, his He's uh, being more himself. His credibility is starting to decline, right? Uh, so should we have certain person in our network? Or how do we take it about? Oh, if the credibility declines, then you've got a problem. You've got a serious problem. Uh, you need to fix that credibility. And so it's one of the reasons why in the book I wrote called Infinite Giving, we talk about the importance of giving more than expected. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you, you give what you can afford, you give from your saucer, not your cup. So, you know, as, as your life overflows and your business overflows, you give from the saucer, but you have to give more than expected. That's the way to keep your credibility up. Once mm -hmm. your credibility starts to go down with somebody, you've lost them as a potential referral source. Mm -hmm. And so you need to do whatever it takes to uh, fix that in order to continue to have a good referral relationship with somebody. So trustworthiness comes to picture over there. It does. And what I think is really important, um, a good friend of mine, Stephen M. R. Covey wrote the book, The Speed of Trust. And he's got a great quote in there uh, called, uh, it says, um, you can't talk your way out of something you behaved your way into. Mm -hmm you can only behave your way out of something that you behaved your way into. And so if you've lost credibility with somebody, you can't talk your way out of it. You have to behave your way out of it. So you mean to say, Doc, I, I wonder stating that self-awareness plays a cru crucial role in building that trust and credibility, isn't it? Well, yes, self-awareness is definitely a, a, an important piece of it, but, uh, but behavior is just important, if not more important. Um, you know, the older I get, the less I believe in words and the more I believe in behaviors. Fantastic. It's, you know, how you treat other people. It's how you work with other people. It's how you show up in the world. You, show, you talked about authenticity. Absolutely. It's how you show up in the world 
that really is the key, the, the key and most important factor in building a powerful personal network. Fantastic. I mean, in fact, I was just trying to pull up that word show up, then you just picked it up from the fantastic. So uh, Ivan, uh, you know, in your book, uh, Networking Like a Pro, uh, you share 12 into 12 into 12, the rule and how it makes networking more effective. Like, what is this all about? What, what, what's the, the reason behind this? Yeah, so the 12 by 12 by 12 rule is uh, when you go to a networking meeting, it's, it's a technique to utilize in a networking environment. The first thing to consider is what do you look like 12 feet away? Are you dressed professionally? Now that, that also counts, you know, on Zoom. If you're on a Zoom call and you're in a t-shirt, that's probably not the way you want to be uh, viewed in a business context. And so um, it's, it's how you show up physically. You, do you look the part? Do you look professional? Um, the, the next 12 are, um, you know, how are you up, uh, up close? You know, do, do you, do you um, come across in an authentic way? Do you come across interested? I think it's really important in a networking environment, people try to be interesting. But it, the truth is, it's, I think in a networking environment, more important to be interested mm. than interesting. Mm -hmm. And so when you are up close with somebody, are you interested in them? Are you asking them questions? Are you getting them to open up? Are you finding out about them? Mm. And then when you have an opportunity to speak, what are the first 12 words you say? What can you say that just gets their attention? Here's an example of um, one that I think is really effective. It's used by an organization called Ascentive. They say, we help people work less, um, make, uh, work less, make more, and create uh, uh, referrals for life. Uh, that's their, basically their opening 12 words. And and that gets people's attention. When you mm. say, this is what we do, that gets people's attention. So what you wanna do is you wanna, you wanna look for the eyebrow test on your 12 words. So when you say who you are and what you do, look for the eyebrow test. Now the eyebrow test is an idea from a good friend of mine, Sam Horn. And she says, when you say something to someone, if their eyebrows go up, mm. you got their attention. You just got their attention. If their eyebrows scrunch down, you've confused them. Fantastic. If their eyebrows do nothing, they don't, you know, they're not quite sure what you just said. But um, what you want to do is say something that passes the eyebrow test, which means their eyebrows go up. Oh, what do you mm -hmm. mean by that? Talk about that. And when you've done that in the 12 by 12 by 12 rule, then you've definitely used that last phase effectively. Wow, that's that's amazing. Uh, I really like the way you put the eyebrow. It's it's very very. We don't notice much, right? We don't we don't yeah. when we go to the network, we we give exchange cards. We just share the handshake and just introduce yourself. You know, uh, fantastic. So, doctor, like, I really want to ask now. If you see, uh, there have been a lot of startups coming up in every part of the tech technology based, right? Um, any other startups? Uh, tourism based, right? Most of the startups start failing, right? Most of the start, startups start failing. What would be the reason? Is the network really is the issue here? Because uh, they think they are very small. They're trying to bring, build their business up. Uh, does networking play a key role in this building a startup? What would your thought? Well, absolutely. It plays an, an absolute critical role in it. But um, what happens is that 
people, I think, like I, I said this earlier, people use networking as a face-to-face -face cold calling opportunity. I went to a big conference um, years ago in London. There were 900 people. I was the keynote speaker. There was a lot of networking going on between the speakers. And, and Azim, I asked the 900 people when I started my presentation, how many of you are here today hoping to possibly uh, sell something? 900 people raised their hands. They all said, yes, I'm here to sell something. I said, great, second question. How many of you are here today, you know, maybe just possibly hoping to buy something? No one raised their hands, not one single person. This is what I call the networking disconnect. People show up at networking events wanting to sell, but nobody's there to buy. So why go to a networking event? Mm. You go to a networking event to work your way through the VCP process. If you meet someone you don't know, you want to get to visibility. If you meet someone you know and you have a good relationship with, you want to maintain that credibility. If you meet someone you know and you're doing business with them already, then, then or you're referring business to them already, then that's a different kind of conversation. And you have different conversations with people based on where you are in the VCP process. So startups don't get that. Mm. They go around the room trying to sell to everybody instead of trying to build relationships and go through the VCP process. Networking is a marathon, not a sprint. And if you treat it like a sprint, um, you're gonna fail. And so it doesn't surprise me that many businesses fail because they don't know how to network effectively. Wow. So, uh, so I mean, in that case, let's say a startup, how long they have to wait to bring that profit? Yeah. So we've done a lot of research on this. We have, um, in, in, as a matter of fact, it's in the book, uh, Networking Like a Pro, a concept called the, the um, uh, it's, it's the, the, the amount of time that it takes to really build a relationship. It's the time confidence curve, it's called. Mm. So it doesn't matter what business you're in, it takes a certain amount of time before people have confidence in your ability to provide a quality product or service. So it really depends on the business you're in. If you're a florist, the time confidence curve is very quick. Mm. You know, it doesn't take much time before people have confidence in referring you. If you're a printer, it's longer. If you're a real estate agent, it's longer. If you're a financial planner investing in somebody's retirement money, it's the longest. Mm. And so it, the answer to your question is it depends on the profession you're in. But it, it, on average, and here's the danger with average. When you start talking about averages, <laughs> If your head, on average, if your head is in the freezer and your feet are in the oven, on average, you're okay. But that's not the case. So, um, you know, I, on average, I would say it takes at least a year mm. before you have built a relationship that uh, is the beginning of a referral relationship where you're going to generate referrals. Mm. But in some professions, it's less. In some, it's more. Wow. That's amazing because why I ask this question is most of the startups start failing. As you said, they start going selling, right? When they start, yeah. start selling, they, they lose track. The network is really important than uh, uh, building a, a sales pitch. Is the sales pitch happens in, in, in networking? Does it happen? Is it the first instant you, you put the sales pitch? Uh, uh, what would be a best way to pitch your business to a network? Well, I think it's important for you to say who you are and what you do, but <clears throat> stop selling to people mm. because you, you <clears throat> look, <clears throat> even a blind squirrel can find a nut. Somebody who's walking into a networking event can stumble over business. Mm. 
but that's the underutilization of a network. If all you're looking to do is sell, you're, you're there for the wrong reason. Networking is more about farming than it is about hunting. hunting. It's about cultivating relationships with other people. Now, if you're talking to somebody and they happen to need your product or service, hey, it's possible you'll get a sale right then and there. But if, if you're going to networking events with a hunter's mentality, you're basically going to eat what you kill that day. But if you go to a networking event with a farming mentality, then you're cultivating relationships it will turn into referrals. It'll turn into business when you're on vacation. People will call your office when you're on vacation mm. and you'll get business. That's what the difference between farming and hunting. Fantastic. So I went before, before the last question, I want to put forward this one uh, because uh, when I go for interventions uh, uh, for organization, one of the key uh, problem what they have is they don't have interdepartment collaboration in terms of corporate context, interdepartment collaboration or relationship is not there. Uh, we always encourage them to do networking within the organization, uh, especially referrals or cross-selling will happen automatically. Uh, have you come across such scenarios or any of your experiences where organizing salesperson say my operation does not support, you know, operations say sales don't understand our fact. Again, the issue is networking is not happening in the organization. Yeah. Um, any, any experience or anything you came across similar? Yeah, so what we've been talking about mostly here today is referral networking, but there is a, a, a completely different type of networking, which you're now talking about, which is knowledge networking, uh, resource networking, sharing ideas, resources, knowledge. And when you're talking about a corporate environment, that really is to a large extent the focus. And so you want to make sure to have opportunities where you have knowledge networking, resource networking, where you're sharing ideas and information about, about clients, about um, the operations, so that you can have a better understanding of the full picture. What tends to happen is it's, you know, most companies are like the three blind men feeling the, three men that were blindfolded feeling the elephant. And mm. they're describing three completely different things, you know, this giant wall and this hose and everybody's <laughs> feeling something different. If you don't get together and share ideas and information, then it's the three blindfolded men feeling the elephant and coming up with something completely different because you only you only understand your piece of the business fully. Awesome. So thank you, Ivan, for sharing that piece of, uh, uh, you know, experience and uh, insight. So Ivan, my last question, uh, you know, uh, there are listeners, um, you know, entrepreneurs, uh, executives from listening from all four, more than 40 countries of this podcast. What would be your two key takeaways from this podcast? You want to share as a tip for them to build their network, to increase their network, what the two best thing you can share with us? Two things, one's short, one's a little longer. Um, the first is that your network, your network is a beacon of hope in a sea of fear. We live in fearful times, mm -hmm. but the truth is it is your network that can help you weather any storm. The second is about our philosophy of giver's gain. The idea that if I help you, you'll help me, we all do better. To me, giver's gain is more than a phrase. It's a way of living one's life. 
It's a perspective to view and interact with the world. It's an attitude, not an expectation. And when it's applied properly, it will change your life. And when it changes enough lives, it'll change the world. Fantastic. Thank you, Ivan, for sharing that two piece of advice. And my key takeaway would be that 12 by 12 by 12, right? And especially that eyeball effect. Uh, and I'm going to get that point in my next intervention. With your permission, Ivan, I would like to share that as 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 of an. Of course, and it's Sam Horn who came up with that. Yes, the, All right. the, the eyebrow test. Fantastic. So that's the time what we have, ladies and gentlemen, for today. Um, as I said, my key takeaway it's about 12 by 12 by 12, and I hope. All the listeners have something to take about what networking and we have heard from the far you know uh, one of the important person in terms of networking what are you going to do differently in the next networking event are you going to sell or are you going to be the farmer to cultivate that network right uh, so thank you dr ivan meister thank you very much uh, founder bni and a new york best-selling author ivan thank you very much for spending your valuable time in the cafe uh, you can get connect to uh, dr ivan meister via his social media platform or log on to uh, his website uh, uh, and his blog is freely available ivanmeister.com and uh, he have lovely uh, some books written so get used to it get connect to him and uh, ivan once again, thank you very much for your valuable time spending in the Thank cafe. you. And if anyone's interested in BNI, BNI.com is a great site to go to as well. Thank you very much for sharing. Yeah. What goes around comes around. The more you get the more you gain. When you want to build a network, bring out your authenticity to increase your credibility. When you are visible as an authentic individual, your credibility will increase. As a result, your profitability will also increase. If you are going to a networking event, don't go with a selling mindset. If so, you will not be successful. Be a farmer to cultivate your network for the next harvest rather just being a hunter hunting for your next sales pitch. In corporate environment, networking plays a vital role as well in terms of building collaboration. Your network is your net worth. That's the end of another exciting episode. My special thanks to Dr. Ivan Meissner, founder and chief visionary officer of PNI and New York best-selling author for spending his valuable time in the cafe. Do stay tuned in for the next episode where I'll be taking up another interesting topic. EI Cafe with Azim, a 30 minutes of valuable learning. Keep listening, keep learning and keep improving. for tuning in to this episode of EI Cafe with Azim. We are sure to hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please do reach out to me. If you haven't done so already, make sure you are subscribed to the show, which is available in all major podcast platforms. You are notified when a new episode is posted. So rate it, review and leave a comment and share with your friends. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you are leaving some great things that can help you in your life every day. 
please do follow me on social media M Azim Sahil and do write to me what topics and from whom do you want to hear it from we will try to get them on board for you till i meet you another episode checking out of the cafe my name is Azim Sahil stay safe and god bless you